0: posted on the moon studios presents another ghetto and golly
1: what's good congregation it's your girl auntie mimi the big shit talker you already know what it is it's ghetto and golly back with a brand new motherfucking episode
0: Yeah, man. Y'all
1: miss us. Y'all miss me.
0: They miss you. Ain't
1: miss me. Nobody no.
0: else. I <laughs> oh, no, nothing about all that, man. What's <laughs> do no, nothing about that. I think they missed the key, man. How y'all doing? How y'all been? Everybody been good? I've been seeing some of y'all on that dope shit I only, man. I appreciate that support. Shitty let's let's podcast. double it up. Let's double it up. Why you, wanna hater, wanna Listen, hot, okay? you want to be a it's hater, man? Listen, I make shitty
1: podcasts hot, okay? It's because you're able to... Oh yeah, you're, you're able to talk about your other platform on this platform, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. We, we I make you
0: better. Not at okay? all. Okay. Not at all. Post on the moon studios is the platform and Ghetto and Golly and Dope Shit Only are two shows on the platform. And we got more shows coming up, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's many other uh, podcasters and radio broadcasters Good reaching for out to me. You Good know what I'm saying? You, they Man. wanna come join the P. O. D. M Studios, you feel me?
1: Okay, Birdman. What's Talking up, y'all? Right. Um, we're back with another brand new Blazing Ass show. We are going to be joined by Byron. He is a musician born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We're going to call him up in a minute. Um, so, yeah. That's Can you? We is
0: from, PA. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh.
1: The only thing I know. Can you have me my phone? The only thing I know about Pittsburgh is, um, they
0: ain't gonna reach over side. the only thing I know, they ain't gonna reach
1: over that's cool. Oh, okay. The only thing I know about Pittsburgh is, do you remember on Goodfellas when they got caught Mm-mm. about to traffic some, some dope with the white lady and she was going to Pittsburgh Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the only thing I know about Pittsburgh. What's good, Byron? You are live on Ghetto and Godly with Auntie Mimi, mm-hmm. the big shit talker, and Dr. Key. Yeah, you Can you hear us, Byron? I can hear you. Yeah. I'm you. You know what I Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we got sir. You
0: turn your volume up.
1: I was just telling the congregation that, you know, you're from, you're a musician from Pittsburgh, PA. And the only thing Correct. I really know about Pittsburgh and have ever heard about Pittsburgh was on, um, Goodfellas When the dude was trafficking and he was going to have the white lady take the drugs on the plane to Pittsburgh and she forgot her that's lucky it. hat. And then that's, that's the shit that got him caught up. Like, that's the only thing that's, I don't, Damn, that's deep. I don't
2: know. Like a, a, two part, a two minute <laughs> section in a, a three hour long movie. That mm-hmm. Right, that's, that's the only time. I mean, that's, that's deep. That's the only time that's I ever deep. heard about Pittsburgh. But let's, that's a classic, though. That's a classic, though, so I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. That's a classic.
1: <laughs> so, do we call you Baby Byron? Do we call you Byron? Is it pronounced Byron?
2: Uh, you know, it's. it's I guess it's whatever your preference is, but my okay. preference is is, is all of the above. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, whatever it's whatever suits. You know, if you're going to be Baby Vine, then I'll Well, we're going to keep it short, We're
1: going to call you Byron. Byron.
2: That's cool. <laughs> hey, hey, trust me, I'm used to that.
1: I've been in that since when that movie came out, like 2012. Right. right. Oh, then, I'm sure you heard it
2: that all. Was, Actually, I'm lying. I heard that actually before the movie. Oh, so really? I heard that like way before I knew it was a movie. Oh, I'm word. thinking it was just, so, the more mo- people were doing around the way, and that's how I found out. Like, oh, shit the movie copied you know, I mean, your Tiana people. Oh, it was Tiana Taylor. Yeah, it was Tiana Taylor. <laughs> I seen them. <laughs> so,
1: so, we mm-hmm. were just telling shout out her, you shout out to Tiana Taylor for playing that part. Definitely.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the way she said my
1: name. At first, I hated it, but then once I, I seen
2: who said it, I was like, man, I like this. So, I was like, okay, right. I, can, I can hear you for this. <laughs>
1: So you were born and raised in Pittsburgh, PA. Um, you were born addicted to heroin, cocaine, and then you went on to become a. You were adopted by a white family, and it went on to receive national attention due to it being a transracial adoption. That's a right. new term, uh, like transracial uh,
2: custody battle. Yeah.
1: Did you? go back and forth between your birth mom and your foster parents or adopted parents, like, or were you, so I, I read something saying that you kind of went back and forth, like you were given back to maybe the system, yeah, I believe, yeah, yeah. or, and then because of the controversy, like, can you, can you enlighten us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um And just having everybody get into this topic, I like to, to provide the, the, the environment for the, for the, the topic
3: mm-hmm. you know
2: for anybody that's in, this is like a story that takes place you know 92 you know I was born in 92 and if anybody's familiar with that time period that was like you know really big of you know the drug era oh, like exactly. the crack era yeah. or, you know mm-hmm. yeah that's like, so what I'm you know so my story is only really relevant if you acknowledge the, the people to that story and that's like the
0: the right. cracker,
2: you know, right. like, so, if anybody that's not familiar with that, like I said, you know, times have changed, you know, there's a billion new drugs since crack, and right. I don't even think I've, honestly, no, I thought about was one of the popular, crack. I don't even think I've seen a crackhead in, like, the last 10 years. Are there's, you ain't seen a crack Oh, come to I'm Vegas. I'm serious, <laughs> I haven't seen an actual crackhead <laughs> in, like, like, 10 years. I think the that's drug good. evolved to some other, they, no, I'm saying they're still addicts, but yeah.
1: I don't
0: think
1: they're doing crack.
0: They and, moved you know, on to 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 methamphetamines and pills. Yeah, you late. They moved on, with, you know, is, yeah. exactly. they moved on to that, that fentanyl. Oh yeah, fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: right. right. Fentanyl, that, that's the new crack. Oh, yeah, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So, because um, you know, some people might be hearing out, hearing the story, and be like crackhead, like <laughs> you know, I like, you know, right. like I guess, yeah. But uh, long story short. Um, yeah, you know, at the time of the, the early 90s and, you know, uh, our people, you know, um, you know uh, African Americans were suffering, mm-hmm. you know, tremendously from the, the impact of the, for so my father, you know, um, he was affected by this, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> him being a, uh, jugger mm-hmm. and my mother being a, a user. Mm-hmm. So it's like they both are, are victims of the, the same thing, right. you know, and I just happen to be the. The product of their misfortunate, you know, choices. Right. So with that being said, you know, I grew up with I was born with drugs in my system and um, you know, uh not that long after I was born, you know, uh my foster family who I like to stay for record with, my foster family. I never actually got placed into
1: okay, adoption. you know full, yeah, full Okay, adoption got
2: you. Okay. Um that was mostly for the first three years three to four years of my life I was with them but I was in also at the same time in the process going back and forth with my my biological. Okay. So I just wanted to, to clarify that. But what makes this even relevant there, what makes it even relevant is that um, you know, right now, like I said in context wise back then, interracial things, you know, would probably be uh that's what I'm looking for, not frowned upon because obviously this is going to be, New era, but at the same time, it was still not common. For, right, it was kind like, of taboo. Like, oh,
1: you're adopting yeah, a black yeah, exactly. kid.
2: Oh, yeah. Right. right. Of all you know options you right. had in the, in the in the in the box of crayons. Right. But if anything, mm. what ended up happening, they they chose to 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 take their fight and mm. the efforts in the custody battle to to the names mm. of. Uh, the local news and then that transferred over to becoming national, national news, news in such a short period of time. Mm. And mind you, this isn't the internet era. Mm. This is like the the, pa- the,
1: news. the word of mouth yeah, era, news the newspaper. You
2: know the, the 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 church meetings, with the fried chicken <laughs> era. The, right. You know, it's a different era where it's like more community oriented. And it's more of a, our community's problem more than our Facebook, you know, comments and our you know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's where my my story kind of takes place, man. And it was in the headlines, topic from ninety, late ninety two to like maybe ninety six. Mm. so when when did you realize
1: okay. like okay I'm a black kid, a black boy, and mm-hmm. even though you were going back and forth between your your birth mom and you know your uh, between your mother. And your mm-hmm. foster foster parents, when did mm-hmm. you like? When did it hit you? Like, did a did somebody have to point it out? Like, you know, kind of like losing Isaiah. Like, somebody had to point it out to him. Like, you're black and they're white. Right. Like, when did you realize? Like, yeah. oh shit! You know, like, it's, I'm it's different.
2: crazy because what I guess what ended up happening was um, at least my foster father told me this. I might I obviously might have been too young to remember this, but my foster father he told me that. Um, He was shaving in the bathroom one day, and I came in there just, like, on some extra uh, eavesdropping shit, and I was just watching him, you know, shave, and I just, Mm -hmm. you know, climbed up onto the sink, and he helped pick me up and put me up there in the mirror so I could watch him do it, and he wanted me to feel part of it, so he Mm -hmm. let me have the... the, uh, of shaving cream on my face
3: mm-hmm. and
2: then when me doing that you know I'm, I'm mimicking him I'm like mocking him you know whatever mm-hmm. like reminding his movement his and then in the process when he was cleaning himself off and he's like you know desperate for me to do the same and I'm doing the same I guess somewhere in the process of me looking at me and him, I noticed somewhere in there when I was looking in the mirror and looking at the shower uh, the shaving cream and and it just I guess it dawned on me, but even still as a child, I still probably didn't even know what the difference genuinely was. I might have mm-hmm. just viewed it was something different, and I believe, you know, when he told me that, um, you know, it came from, uh, you know, unbiased things because he was my foster father and nothing like that, it's like he even genuinely, you know, kind of learned something from my discovery, like, oh, you know, maybe it isn't just. You know, something that we as an adult see, you know, or whatever. Maybe it is something that a child could eventually acknowledge. Even though kids don't know racism, right. they don't know that. Right. But they do know, you know, differences. Like they do know that. To say that they don't is like almost like saying, you know, you don't have vision. But to say, you know, you know, incapable of racism, or, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, for that to be to decide as a trait of racism, I can't necessarily. Say that, but as far as like when I was a child, I definitely noticed. You Mm -hmm. know, at one point, you know, Mm -hmm. according to people that I did notice, Mm -hmm. I was a different race.
1: Right. So when you would go back and forth, like if when you were placed back with your your birth family, like did you Mm -hmm. start to as you got older did you start to like pick up on the differences? Like okay, like when I go back with my birth family, like my chicken is fried is seasoned. right
2: this is season (laughs) this is this is date uh
1: right like how did you deal with Uh, that was it like no I don't want to go back to my to my birth family or like okay well shit like let you know let let's go like I'm ready to to be reunited with the people that look like me that talk like me that that are like me the people that I come from or was it like a resistance there
2: right you know I feel like at the time I might have not been really mentally equipped to understand what was going on but I Mm -hmm. know over time the the domino mm-hmm. effect of those things played out as I got older.
3: Meaning, like
2: mm-hmm. when I hit, like maybe mm-hmm. eight or you know nine or mm-hmm. you know saw coaching that last you know couple of years of uh, elementary mm-hmm. school was when um I guess it really you know it made it, it became two and two for me. You know what I mean, because I used to get <laughs> you know it's funny I used to get bullied though. I used to call me they used to call me Crabbit. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you that move, too. Because kids right, are cruel. But, like, you know, it's funny, in the hood, in the hood, bad baby is such a, a, a common...
1: You Term know, that's used. Risk.
2: Like, it's a common, yeah, it's a common, you know, jab, but it's not necessarily something that everybody, you know what I mean, immediately internalized. So I didn't right. know if exactly that inspired to me at the time. Right. Because I, I was thinking, like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just never looked at it. Like, I thought. So but then, like I said, I was like, all right, to, you know, kind of learn the real definitions of things right. and the, and the this and the and the and you know and the, where the name really really stems from. it started to take a toll on me, but not too much because at the same time, you know, when you're a kid, you know, you could have your art book and a thousand times is over. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. get kid and get told no, you mm-hmm. just fall and brush your knee a thousand times and say with you have whatever. Right? You know what I mean? So I don't feel like um you know, uh, I I took, I internalized too much of it. The only thing I ended up really internalizing was uh, uh, the, once I got hit to the story about me and I started to realize that the story was like halfway told. How was that moment? Like when you
1: realize that there were several newspaper stories and articles written about you, like, was it like, oh shit, like, I'm this was, this is like a prolific moment. Like, what the, like, what the fuck? Like, e- this, this doesn't happen every day. Like, okay, I was born right. drug addicted. Like, was it like a moment where you was like, oh, okay, like, I have something. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Not even, because,
2: you know, not even, I told, so, and there's enough that I told people all the time is that a, I didn't think I was special, only mm. because I knew plenty of other babies. Mm. I didn't think I was special. Mm. You yeah, know I mean? I, I, we all know it once. It ain't like I, I, that's the thing I be to you, I'm not necessarily nobody particularly special. It's just the only thing that makes me special is that my life happened to be documented and white people tried to, mm. and white people had a play in it. Like, but my story is no different from a nephew mm-hmm. you got somewhere, well, Yeah, like a you got somewhere. I don't, I don't or, know nobody that's know. born
1: in the... 80s, early 90s. I wasn't impacted by the the crack epidemic. Yeah. Doctor Keith somehow or somehow indirectly affected by it. You know, we all you know right. have been affected by it. It's
2: not immediately somehow you know mm-hmm. down the line. So I never really like I said. I never really looked at myself in that light. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean because I kind I kind of seen it as such a common thing. The only thing that like I said I, I had a struggle with dealing with was probably like the 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 early stages of bullying and then yeah, like the
1: bullying
2: the, the name. You know, problem. the the identity I had like a many identity crisis too, because I was trying to I know when I got uh finally reintroduced to my biological mother and like when I was like nine years old, maybe mm. ten years old, I was so like I was so uh you know, infatuated with her, you know, she was oh, so wow. beautiful, she still is, you know, wow. so, you know, whatever. I was not the person i I've read about. Mm. I was not the person I that the media you know, kind of, kind of ran with, per even same. though not saying she didn't, she not saying she wasn't, you know, bad off in her addiction or habits or nothing like that. Mm. But the problem is that her, her, they, they kind of demonize her. Yeah. Glorify them yeah. and victimize me all at the same time. And that's still your mama. Like, it
1: don't matter what somebody wrote exactly, about her, what somebody exactly. said. Like there's nothing that can come between a child and the love that they have for their mama. Like yeah,
2: somebody told me that you know, a child is God in the eyes of a, you know your mother. Child uh, is God in the eyes of a child. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
3: you're always going to hold
2: your mother to like that kind of like esteem, right. you Not know, to that level. So even before I even met her and I heard all these things about her negatively, I still had like this this, this glimpse of of hope that she wasn't mm. that type of person. Yeah, I mean and when I met her, uh, yeah, the, the whatever I heard about her, you know, mm-hmm.
3: good, bad and mm-hmm.
2: different, it was it was it was it was frail in comparison to the woman I actually got to know. Mm. No. It's just the experience that she faces was just so, you know, overwhelming for her to really
0: survive. Now, Byron, you, now, when you was growing up, were you around, like, your mom in the the crack environment and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I didn't really meet my my biological mom until, like, nine. But uh, as far as the the negative ele- elements, no. I was, uh, for my childhood, majority of my childhood, I can honestly say, that uh, the family that adopted me tried their best to keep me
3: away from... from-
2: so what, yeah, But the problem is, is is where I grew up at in like, it was very uh, gang-oriented, very drug-infested, and and, you know, still like a lot of things going on
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, where I was from. Now, my parents that eventually adopted me was not the white people and was not anybody biologically, but the people that adopted me were so, you know, included so there, so honorable, so humble, mm-hmm. and so respectable. So it was just something that they gave me was a a moral compass to kind of navigate life even when i was in the wrong
3: right like
2: you know i knew the levels of my wrong you know i still was like able to somehow try to you know walk a straight line to some to some degree or you know at least try to make the effort to right so you know um that's my upbringing if i could say and then a little bit of both
0: what i I was gonna tell you like to be honest with you bro like this, this is dr key like, my mom was a crackhead, you know what I'm saying, when I was growing up. And my mom was in our... That
2: community. makes
0: sense, relatives. Yeah, yeah. And then, bro, like, what saved me was my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I didn't have my grandmother, mm-hmm. then, you know what I'm saying, I probably would have been in the system, too. But I had my grandma, mm-hmm. and so, you know, she took custody of me. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really took the whole community, you know what I'm saying, to, to help me, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I give them my time. Mm-hmm all the credit I get, like, my, my basketball coaches, my baseball coaches, because everybody, Much like... all them. Man, all of them, bro, because all of them pay, play, like, an initial part to, like, get me out of that path, you know what I'm saying, to where I'm not even even thinking about that shit because I'm so busy being productive, you know, playing sports and right. stuff, that I ain't even got time to even miss my mama, you know what I'm saying, because I'm, I'm... Yeah, a, you sport. got an outlet. Yeah, an outlet. I, they, right. they, they, they gave me a good outlet, you know what I'm saying, and it's crazy to be able to talk to someone... You know what I'm saying? Who went through that but had to go through the next level of that actually being into custody and being adopted by a whole nother family and having to receive that support from from outside resources because I'm actually a social worker too, you know what I'm saying? By trade bar, and That's so tough. man, That's yeah, tough. yeah, man, we need you, we need a lot of you, <laughs> oh, right. oh, definitely, we need dog, a lot of you, and it just it's and about I, a thousand, bro. I really feel like what I went through actually got me in the field because all the people who helped me made me want to naturally help others and give back. And, and I, I have clients, bro, that experience things that you actually went through, you know what I'm saying? Not the, um, the race part, but them being, you know what I'm saying? Adopted out the system, adoption, not working out. So they got to go back into the system. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like it's crazy, bro. And I see this like, no, it's like normal to me. Cause I deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Day after day.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's an unfortunate, you know, it's an unfortunate, you know, thing that our mm-hmm. people, not just our people, just the average person goes because the system is like, it's, it's flawed. Yeah, but it's so flawed, bro. With my, with, 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 with black comments into the players, you know, the baby barn whole case is, you know, is responsible for a lot of things that are different, mm-hmm. you know, okay. mm-hmm. compared to now. Yeah, you know I mean, and that's and that's one thing I guess the only the only, you know, peace and solitude that I find for my misfortunes. That's probably the only thing I get from it, mm-hmm. is to know that it wasn't all for nothing. Now mind you, to some at uh, to some, you know, degree there's certain things that I personally feel were left, you know, unresolved, but I know for a fact that without me
3: in, in history,
2: I know, um, I'm not saying I was the first, you know, black
3: but you made know, an impact. To, Your story made an impact. But I, yeah,
2: but I'm the, I'm I'm the one that made finalize the finalize the the letter. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, so before me there was there might have been many after me. I don't think there was any after that.
1: Right. But if
2: it was after that, I made it a pay to be that. Right. If that makes sense. Meaning, right. like if you see Angelina Jolie or any kid. of these actresses, yep. they get they before that. I mean, before that it was me.
0: You have to say like know like
2: that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I I kinda not me with my life or my you know, involvement in, in all. You this, know, Pac you know, has had
1: a saying. Yeah. Uh Tupac had mm-hmm. a saying, he said, I'm not gonna change the world, but I will spark the brain that will. Right. You know, like something like that. You mentioned by yeah, Exactly, exactly. You, you mentioned that, you know, you did you weren't special, like you didn't feel special because it was several, you know, it was crack baby was you know they were everywhere Dr. Key had a saying I don't know if you remember you said you know doctor uh, you said crack baby can't lose so like how like Mm -hmm. if you come from that like if you are a crack baby quote unquote like Mm -hmm. how can you lose like you can't lose you already started from the bottom so the only thing you can do is is empower yourself and build off of that you know
0: you still here you survive you went through crap, chemicals, all kind that's, of yeah, outside real. shit. That's you
2: started and, you survived and, that shit. and I survived that And I feel like, you know, not just myself, but, I, you know, the plenty of other people that experienced probably worse than me that right. you know, might have not got a chance. Like I said, there's people that didn't get a chance to to to, to give their testimony that might have been like, what, maybe worse for scripture in the Bible. Right. You know, I, mean, I don't know, but, you know. It's just one of those things that if you don't know that these things was even a problem, and all these other people that have songs that are unsung, you know, they wouldn't matter. So that's why I said this that we have these type of conversations to shed light on some maybe some of your relatives, and maybe some people that you know all you you know like say you know the homie says he's doing casework that you know work, and you know there's people that he probably do it that you know being involved with things that off beyond Bad me. Like you know what I mean right. like pains and stresses that I I probably couldn't understand. It, I couldn't understand you, understand, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I say, you know, I don't feel entirely special, but I do feel um, mm-hmm. you know, uh I do find some type of, you know, peace in knowing that, okay, my 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 assessment mm-hmm. isn't necessarily the same case for somebody else. Right. You know what I mean? That's 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 what I get you know, from, from my situation.
1: Right. So how has this, like, impacted you to express yourself artistically through the music? Like, how has this played a role in that?
2: Um, you know, the during that whole time period, you know, when I was a baby and when I was growing up, you know, in the young you know, I remember I, I, my mom told me a lot of times, my, my adopted mother told me a lot of times that I don't have I didn't have a, a voice yet. Like I wasn't speaking. I just had a hard time talking. And um, the only way she'd get me to talk is if she played the piano, she'd sing. She did uh, opera. She did like mm. a classically trained music. She was oh, really, wow. you know, classically trained. So I used to find the most joy out of her singing. And I would like, you know, mimic or sing along with her even if I didn't know the words. So you were the exposed to it early. But, right, so it, was, like, it, like, it might've not made me become a rapper But it definitely gave you the confidence just to at least speak, at least. Mm I mean, I take that as like a a turning point for me. Mm And even if I wasn't, even though so, baby, my mom probably going to hate me for saying this, but um, because she doesn't endorse hip hop at all, it's like rap. Your your adopted mom or your or
1: your my adopted mother. Your
2: adopted adopted mother, okay. Yeah, so she doesn't necessarily endorse hip hop, but. uh, she probably be pissed off another. that if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be a rapper. So, mm. <laughs> so, thank you. Yeah, I mean, oh, love you know, mom, you know, you, you did all, all this extra stuff. Right. I should be executive producer credit.
1: That's
2: right. Actually, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to her off. So, so I'm curious... Because-
1: <clears throat> I'm curious to know what she thinks about your project, like the names and the content, because it's drugs demo. Um... Don't say no to drugs. Oh. More drugs,
0: right. and she didn't want you to rap. Right.
1: So save my drugs it, for later. She did not want me to rap now. Hold on,
0: hold on, hold on, <laughs> real quick. were well, your um your adopted parents were they like deep into like church? My my mother was. My she, oh. father, he was a, I
2: believe believer. You know, this is the most unlikely, marriage. My um. father, he's a European history major. Uh-huh. Uh He's from Zimbabwe. Oh, wow. And my mother, she's a Roman Catholic. That's she's crazy. She's from, you know, America. And you got two of the most unlikely people. Just look at it off of your own personal interest. You have a person that's a European history major, and then you have somebody that's a Roman Catholic. These two things can't coexist in the household. They just, they just, these two things cannot coexist. You cannot be a Catholic, and you cannot have a, history, a major in European history and not have arguments at all mm. and you are both crazy. black just, you're not it's just you know what i mean but they, they they're bonded by love that you know tests the time because you know they're both from their 70s you mm-hmm. know they're both from the um late 70s okay. so you know i kind uh, of uh when i think of uh of uh with the of commitment mm-hmm. so when i make music i try to like think of you know Sometimes I think of not only what, you know, my mom got approved, and that's what I kind of agree too, but I think of what kind of, uh, you know, last thing. My pops told me never do nothing uncompleted. So I kind of think of that when I do music, you mm. know. So if it's a bunch of drug titles, it's, uh, I'm making it a full-length series. I come up with as many names as I possibly can to relate to drugs <laughs> to some degree. And so I what inspires
1: what inspires songs in your EP, like Drugs, Demo, and mm-hmm. Drugs So Separately? Like, where does that come from?
2: Okay, well, Demo, Drugs, Demo, I remember, uh, well, the first project we ever released was uh, All Thanks to Drugs. That was released on um, mm-hmm.
3: SoundCloud.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> we released that. I, I, I came up with the title. When I released that, I was on, I'm was uh, i in a group called Kids All God. It's a uh, rap group. Uh, with Osher mm-hmm. Sniffle and when we did uh, that project. I gave the title after a conversation me and him had, and we was building on uh, various things in our lives that kind of brought us together. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, on the negative things, and just more so just on a casual conversation type thing. And you realize that man, drugs is kind of like the the center of
0: music
2: Hawaii, right the, now, the know, culture. Like, a, a band, and like, you see all the things like, and all this, like, you know, like, a, I forget what's the word, it's called black in a presentation. Social and you drug got drug. all the, right. <laughs> and I've that, and I'm like, you know, I'm saying out of my head, I'm like, man, drugs is like a really I mean, prominent
0: It's a networking thing. tool. It's a, it's a great networking tool. Hey, you smoke weed? Me it too. Is. It is too. It is. very true. It is. You know, not. and I, <laughs> Matter of fact, that
2: reminds me of half days. You never have days where yeah, me has like yeah, the, yeah. The, the weed and the cars and stuff? Guys, yeah. I'm out there, you know, <laughs> I'm have to bring that back. And every show, I'm giving from my dub set yeah. and, and scanning the cars with my mixtape on it. Mm-hmm. See, you just started something over there, dog. That's mm-hmm. all you. You started. I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to give you credit. <laughs> but as far as the Joys titles and stuff like that goes, it really stems from all things to Joys. We didn't have like a plan on releasing a lot of drug titles and stuff, but we, I mean, we came to the realization that just the very fact of us knowing each other is from, you know, drugs, I guess like from like, you know, without getting to the elaborate details of like, here's the story, but the, the, a negative thing kind of brought us together and kind of made us, made, made us, uh, uh, even though we known each other since elementary school, but we, for music. Is something that brought us to, it's just something that brought us together. I mean both our stories got kind of twine with the with the drugs in the city and also with the drugs across the country. So it's like a you know, many things. I guess it's my uh and everything. after that kinda of sets from that that, you know, that project. Some things might not have a general concept other than the general you know, feeling or, mm-hmm. or like a, it might have a general feeling versus a uh, concept. Meaning like the songs might like, sound a certain way wouldn't be talking about a certain thing.
1: So do you, you consider know? yourself a
2: conscious rapper? Uh, no. no. Cause, to me, I find conscious rappers to be kind of boring. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like a little bit. Because <laughs> I don't know. Cause I, feel like, I feel like, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. And I feel like you know, rap is definitely a part of the community. It's like we said, it was like the the of CNN. You know, what I mean, you're always supposed to be keep people
1: informed. Not a CNN rap. The problem is,
2: with, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you got to with, with delivering information. You got, you know, you got to deliver it in a certain kind of way. Right. I mean, and that's not just saying for our best, saying for general. That's like a rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, if you if you're too preachy. Really good chance nobody will step into your your shit, your hours or your church if it's too preachy. So that causes there, you to get
1: created, though.
2: like the pastor that thinks like he sold drugs before, or or you know, or messes with the shirty in the back. Like you want to listen to that guy more than more than likely only because you know he's smart. I mean, so that's why i don't try to box yourself be in, too preachy, yeah. yeah, not too much.
0: Yeah, you gotta reach to him, not preach to him. You know what I'm saying? That's the key. Yeah,
2: reach to him, not preach to him. Cause yeah, I remember, um, yeah. and uh, the nation of uh, God and Earth. You know, Father Allah. He he's the founder of it. You know, the difference between what he was doing and what Farrakhan and what Malcolm X and what a lot of people. He you know, for connect what he what he would do was instead of you know going to what the Nation of Islam would do, is go to people that were older. You know, he would always try to get to the to the mature people to fight their cars, which is always cool. But if you ever learn anything that history told you is that if you want to win anything, you need the youth. Right. You know, you need the you need the children. You need the t- you know you need tomorrow to figure out you know tomorrow versus trying to get people on yesterday to help you get tomorrow. Right. You, get, you 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 know, you get counsel from people from yesterday, but you do action with the people with the of people of tomorrow. because right. yeah, I mean, you know, that's should probably like, it should deal with proper property format.
0: yeah. Right. you don't
2: you know <clears throat> the, so that's why I got that I think a concept with with him, you know, he would say he would instead going to like you know, bingo halls or the wherever they would have for rallies and for after like, you know, white cops killed a black dude or something whatever they said to them. and that you know Prince or Father Allah he would go to the hood and whatever the little boy would get killed or wherever they would sell drugs that he would sit there with them yeah I mean he would smoke the kid that you know allegedly was, was running away from the situation or or whatever the case may be and he'll be the one to, to come down to the level to get them to you know, understand their the flaws you know and stuff. But he had to come down to the level. He have to actually smoke music and listen to the music they do, know, gotta, and really be a part of what they're going through, just so he could communicate with them. It's hard to communicate upon like a holy and vowel kind of you, you know. You
0: can't like kinda you can't approach. be like yeah, you can't like point at motherfuckers. You can't be like oh look at dude you did this. You judging. know what I'm saying? You can't be exactly. judging like that. That's the best way to to actually. To me, scare is to people get,
1: away and have get,
0: them to to do the complete opposite. Yeah, but like right. if you come, like, that's what if you come in and you come into like like even come into the neighborhood, man. Like if you come into the neighborhood, you gotta open yourself up to the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? You can't even exactly. like really come there to like really change us. You gotta come there to hear right. what we want how and, and how we want to be helped. Cause that's the only way it's gonna right. work. If you don't come that way, the hoods go join the get show ass and get you out of there.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Next thing sure you know you on world star. Oh yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah man. I grew exactly. up in that shit, bro. That's not, that's
0: not cool. I grew up in that shit, dog. Like I seen it. Like and like to be honest with you, bro, like that's why even like you know, with the different cultures, bro, like cause like even church. Like, I had a better mm-hmm. time, bro. No lie, bro. I had a better time at the white folks church, bro, as a kid. And I was a kid, grew up, I grew up in a project, dog. Then white folks came in our projects and got us, bro, and took us to their church, bro. And, and no lie, dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when, when they when they took us to their church they rolled out the red carpet, bro. And it, it could have been a show. cause You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't go it's every day.
1: Unfortunate black kids yeah, you know coming to the, the
0: Roman Catholic <laughs> that's church. That's but, but the it, Lutheran But I had an amazing time, y'all. Like straight up, like where it made me want to go. Like I went to that church, my youth. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought I went to their mm-hmm. uh they Bible study because you know they picked us up for Bible study. That's how they got us in there. Vacation Bible yeah, study. Yeah, vacation Bible study. <laughs> oh, my mama, that's how they got us, bro. And how they really got. <laughs> Don't let me tell you how they really, really got us, my nigga. Yes, they had they food, did, man. bro. They had food, bro. They were like, "We gonna feed that's y'all, to get you. bro." We like, like, to get you. like, you got some snacks oh yeah man bro let's bro hungry bro you know what oh, i'm God saying like God. middle of the month food stamps gone you know what i'm saying bro we're going to vacation bible cool. gonna got kool-aid cups <laughs> cookies sandwiches bro yeah they,
2: they had the dixie cups ready right right for us bro
0: on everything bro that shit was a whole experience oh, dog man, man right dang right they knew what
2: they knew what they
0: doing they knew
2: you put them like
0: come on man that's right. <laughs> Hey, That's
2: the only shit in the book.
0: But dog, no lie though, bro. Like to be honest with you, it, it helped me, bro, because like like it gave me a different environment. It put me in a different environment. Mm-hmm. And I was able to mm-hmm. hold my own because I didn't get kicked out. I get it. I get it. And you know
2: and and and, and you know what's so crazy about that story that you just told me is that, you know, um you know, I was just talking to somebody about this and it's crazy that I'm not to use your story, and it might seem un- unrelated, but it, it, it has, it's real tie-in somehow. I remember when Black Panther came out, do you remember how everybody's reaction was when that came out? It was like a lot of excitement, but then when it was like a out? lot of... came out? Black Panther? Uh-huh. Yeah. It, yes. There was like a lot of excitement around it, but yes. then there was like a lot of criticism yeah. behind how we appreciated the move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and we were like so like, you know and out about you, just, like, supporting me, like, yo, we did it, we were, you did everything to, to lose. <laughs> It's so, it. Wakanda well, so forever. Yeah. Right, conduct forever. We was gonna end, you show know I me? Mean? Man. Um, and the reason why I'm gonna use that to segle into what you just said about the church thing is when, you um, know, I noticed that uh, when i was seeing black Panther, the majority of the audience was black, right? And the majority of the audience that I seen in the theater was, you know, like I said, black people. Right. And the, the excitement levels are so high that, you know, I've I seen other people uncomfortable mm. by how much we enjoyed that film. Mm. Like, how much we enjoyed it.
1: By other made people, other you mean people white people.
2: <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it made other people uncomfortable. And what I got from that, and even our own people uncomfortable, meaning, like, I've seen more bad commentary about us enjoying
1: mm. We're our worst our
2: celebrating from our own people.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: No, you're right. And I mean I seen those I seen uh most of the, the criticisms and the most whatever was from our own people and, and what it is is I don't remember them doing the same thing when they do like comic cons for like right. fictional characters. Right. They do right. the same thing for people that were like so in in more science fiction than Black Panther, but the, the irony in Black Panther being celebrated versus you know, Star Trek or some shit. Black Panthers loosely based on kind of real shit, like that mm-hmm. CD that they were wearing, that's real shit. Mm-hmm. The tribal ink, the, the tribal dances, the, the, the language, the, mm-hmm. a lot of things that they were doing were derivative of some real live culture. Mm-hmm. So even just us appreciating a movie, right. our own people would find a, a problem with that. Right. right. Like you know what I'm saying, and we can't even celebrate even fiction that's based on real shit. That's mm-hmm. the sad part. Right. And the reason why I, I I mentioned that was to say like it was unfortunate, but it's it's own it's our own conditioning that we put on ourselves yeah. that when you went to that church, you enjoyed that experience more than your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With your own.
0: Now, now, you know what you mean? Know, I mean, and that's something. That's interesting. Now, let me tell you, Bar. Now, I had to really think about it too. Now, I I I went back and I thought deep. Now the the black folks that did do it you know what i'm saying cuz we did have some black churches that did a vacation bible school you know bible uh, study too now the ones that oh. did do it now they they, they mm. didn't do it on the level of the white folks bro but, but was it because right. it
1: was they was white that you just felt like it felt better and nah, it looked better or was it that like it was really like It really a good was time? Like, the,
0: like the presentation. Like church wise, you know what I'm saying? No lie, church wise it was on the same level. You know what I'm saying? Like we got the information. But you they do food and but right, like, right, it, right, like right, the right. food, like, yeah, the here, the right. presentation, bro, like I don't know like they you know, made
1: it look nice. Yeah, they made white folks shine, make the presentation. Made it look all shiny yeah, and they, shit. they
0: presented it more. You know what I'm saying? They did. They they they, yeah. they did. They did. They did straight up. Because you know OG,
2: you know, from OG, the reason why, is that might even be the reason, because they they're more chill with their life. Mm. Their yeah. life's more different. More different than life. Exactly. So when we go to church, we actually come with burdens. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like right. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying they're not. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they're probably there just as real but mean, they go to church
0: with a different experience bro it'd be like a whole different energy dog like you're right like mm, you know what I'm saying like, interesting like 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 yeah, but bro, it's bro. like it depends on the really churches too though no nah, but it's like some black churches I don't went to bro it was rockin like, You know what I'm saying? Some of them are right. rocking, bro. It, it, I guess it depends on the church, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want that's another thing, too. It depends on the who you the do that church. Yeah, that that yep. Yeah, that's it, bro. Who's on, who's on, who's on the turn organ, yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for real. Like, because bro, some black right. churches be rocking, bro. Like, it be like a concert, you know what I'm saying? They got a little word, then most of it's praise,
1: but they ain't give you Kool Aid.
0: Nah, they didn't get me Kool-Aid. Man. They didn't me Kool-Aid. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no big, big old. I remember a big picture of it, too, bro. You can go get, get thirds and fourths of it, bro. It was like, <laughs> oh, you know what man, I'm saying? They like, sure wasted. Right now, <laughs> straight up, bro. And that, this is the kicker, though, bro. I'm going to tell you the whole grand finale, dog. They had a contest, bro to where, cause this is oh thought I got, let me tell you, they had a contest bro, <laughs> this is how I, thought I don't got in the church and I'm going there and all that, like a like, get out moment, n- like no, listen, <laughs> they, they had a contest oh bro, whoever brought the most uh, new members to church, to, oh, to church my bro, goodness. Got, got a, a oh, playstation, man. got a playstation or a nintendo 64 bro, and, oh man! Yeah, and bro, and the man, projects, that's that's bro. Deep. Let me tell you what your boy did, bro. I didn't have no PlayStation or no sixty four. I had a Sega. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so you we, still oh,
2: good, oh, oh, yeah, Sega
0: was good. <laughs> so let me tell you what your boy did, bro. I rounded up all the kids, bro. I was like, look, y'all. I'm gonna give y'all my Sega. I'm gonna give one person my Sega, and, and whoever go to church with me, every time you go to church with me, I'm gonna put your your ticket in the bucket, and you go win. Whoever get the most tickets is gonna win the Sega. So, bro, for for two for oh, two yeah, days. So. Bro, I, that's why I did, bro. For two days, I took the whole project. That's why I love being in the projects, bro. The white I church. had kids, bro. I had kids on deck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, whatever you wanted to do, we could do it. You know, I had a team on, did bro. You yeah. up, <laughs> did you <Yeah>. give up <laughs> <laughs> your Sega? And I, and a yeah, and I got my my Sega. Yo, straight up. On. Bro, is, I, and, they, and they followed me, bro. Like, because I was like one of those kids that I always was doing something. So, you know, the other kids were like, man, I want to do stuff with him. So, bro, like... They got me a damn PlayStation, bro. My grandma didn't have to buy me no Playstation for Christmas, bro. They got me one. The kids in the hood. And I gave up my <laughs> Sega though, bro. Yeah, I did sacrifice my Sega, but I got a damn PlayStation. I had have to have both of them. That's dope. Shout hey, out, man, shout you out know, to the, you the white man. Give it take. You know what I mean? Take, you know, so that's though. That's that's still but like I said, that's still an experience
2: that you know I feel like, you know, it's sorry that's just lacking in the in our in our day to day. Mhm. And mean, it's just a just a the average person doesn't believe in this community anything. And that ain't, cause I think when, you say, when people say community, they feel like they have to give up a bill or some shit. They have to do something that's like, you know, they have to do something that kind of involves a real sacrifice. In mind you, yeah, there is a lot of sacrifice that has to be done for our community, but they don't actually all have to tell you guys yeah, yeah. It ain't financial. <laughs> so said, it they ain't all financial. It <laughs> yeah, it ain't all financial. You don't always have to die to, to to save the hood. You know what I mean? There's other ways to do it. Right. You know what I mean? I've met a lot of honorable people you know, and I being disgraceful. You know what I mean? You know, running the streets. I've met a lot of people that deserve, you know, you know, seats on, you know, the Senate probably. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? But they, they never got the opportunity only because of the the circumstances, Is that not mean that they still didn't fulfill their purpose? I mean, they probably did. and They probably still managed to, to, to put the right thing in somebody else's ear because I know some people put it in my ear right. especially when I was in the light because maybe, you know, some people don't like to think this on a microscopic level, but, you know, sometimes you know, your purpose in life could be just to, to literally get help and hand to somebody else's and there's nothing wrong with that because you're still a part of that greatness.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: Whether it's from your hand or, or indirectly from you know, in, in relations from my elders. I mean, it's just you know, being I feel like that's that's where the community kinda kinda messed up is is a is a soloist mind frame like the I have to be the one to save us or I have to be the yeah. one to to you know, it's always more like the I more than the we thing. I feel like that's where we kinda like we always fall short, you know what I mean, and um whether it's even if you involve in church, you know, what I'm saying or or not even church or politics or you know yeah. various you know organizations that you know come together for the reason, I still feel like you know um, with our people is that there's no organization that is uh, solely for, for us, us without being like them being able to be swayed, like meaning like. You know, if I see like a uh, like when I seen the the Gucci did with the race and shit and all that, I remember when uh, heavy bacter and, and all these and people the like back down from the distance But it didn't mean nothing until other people started. Right. Doing, like meaning other celebrities did it.
1: Right. That
2: just shows that our are it's just a it's kinda like a test twenty two for our people. It's kinda it's like, like a popularity the contest, bi- anti- like let's all fall bi- in anti- line. Race. Right. Right. We're like the most buy-into race, but we're not mm. the most protected. Right. Oh like, people God. buy into everything mm. that we do, but mm. they don't They don't protect us. Mm-hmm. So they don't feel like mm. we need that support because we're that doable. Like, come on, we survive slavery. Man. We survive civil rights. But is. they don't feel like there's not much we can't do. We, you know, we survive practice We survive the right. separation. You know right. what I mean? There's a lot right. of things that we survive, and you know what I mean? It's, yeah, but I don't think year, Byron I don't crazy. think we
1: I don't think we realized even in 2020 2020- how powerful we are when we pull together and yeah. really just stick as long to, as we do realize that's when it'll be
2: like
1: a real right. Even how we all supported Black change, Panther, like we all change. can come together, like we supported Black Panther. We can all come together. How we could swag surf, like we'll be unstoppable. Right. And you know what I'm saying, yeah. white people, other races will be they will shit themselves because they they know how powerful we are. I don't think we realize how powerful yeah, and, and it's funny we and,
2: and it's be. funny because we're the only people that like we like it's funny I don't even think that we don't know it I just think that we don't believe it right I feel like we know it like we've heard it we've been told it but I just feel like we don't we don't believe it because you know I've heard a lot of things I don't believe in mm. but it doesn't mean it's not the truth Right. You know what I mean I mean I don't know but I know with, with, with all people you know to your point yeah I do agree you know, it, it does start with kind of like a, uh, you know, it, I, I don't want to make sense, like us against them, because I don't want people to kind of run with that narrative, but it has to be, like, we have to put ourselves first. It
1: kind of is. that
2: people hate hearing that, and I even hate talking like that. Mm-hmm. I, I do, because I don't want it to be
1: misconstrued,
2: mm-hmm. but then when I think of other organizations races. other races mm-hmm. ethnic groups, they, they put themselves it, first it doesn't come off right for, for, right
1: but when we do it like it comes that. off like we you know we're too much yeah. just too invasive and like, and you know and you know why
2: that the reason why that is, is because our people are the most giving mm-hmm. meaning like the moment we don't want to give up any more of our like whatever is the moment we're, we're traitors Mm. because we gave away everything like we literally mm. give away everything,
1: everything. You know I mean? we'll For sell free, it and we'll, then, we'll then. give it away yes
2: yes yeah. we just give it away we mm. give away our mm. we give away a lot mm-hmm. and, and to the point that when we take even a moment to to stabilize the even the if you look at music the hip-hop culture look
1: at where it started and where we are today, we are the most, hip hop is the most influential. It's pop culture at this point. So, it, but we gave right. it away. We sold it to Jewish people and right. white people in the labels. You exactly. know what I'm saying? But if we would have kept that close to us, there, the, the, it would be sky's the limit, you know? And, and we,
2: that's true. And that's true. And I go for every other field of things, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many other things that we right. like corner of the market in. Like, we take over. Like, there's not. Name name one athlete brand that the the leading five athletes in that isn't black. Right. There's nothing.
1: Right. I and mean,
2: that even goes for golf and I don't even know any mm-hmm. niggas that watch golf for yeah. real. And the problem
1: is, is because we like, don't own
2: anything. Yeah, we definitely have golf, black, golf players. Mm-hmm. The most iconic right. golf player is black. Right. The most iconic baseball player is black. Mm-hmm. The most iconic basketball players are black. The football mm-hmm. black. Mm-hmm. Half, you know, music is, you know, King of Pop is a black mm-hmm. music. Black. You know what I mean? The King of Rock was, the King of Rock, his style was derivative from, from a black, black man. music.
3: Mm-hmm. You
2: know what I mean? It's, it, you know, you know so it's, a, it's a long list of other things, but it, it just lets you know that, you know, they value our, our talent but they, they might not value us. They don't, that's why I said, but like, we don't know, value ownership. Yeah, I, think,
1: I don't. I don't think right. us as a people we're willing to like. We have the we have the talent. We're naturally talented people. We'll put in the work. Yeah, naturally. But to own it, like, oh, that's that's too much. It's too much responsibility. What is that going to take? Oh, okay, I'll just just pay me a check. I'll I'll do the work. Mm-hmm. I'll go shoot. The, I'll right. shoot the ball.
0: <laughs> I, I and that's know, real. I want the team. I yeah,
1: I'll shoot. Yeah, I'll run it. <laughs> I'll sing. <laughs> yeah
0: I mean like it's a lot too because like we don't know like y'all like you know we gotta be honest with ourselves y'all they hide a lot of information from us and hide a lot of opportunities from but
1: us but whose fault is that it's the information is there we have to empower ourselves
0: some information is but not all the information not right.
1: all the information but you learn along the, the way. way right
0: you get to you know, know. You once you get
1: started, started you know you're gonna bump your head but like okay I can do this but we, we do get blocked out of certain things too oh, yeah. so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that away right. from it either and then
2: and then things that and we get blocked up, but then we also get misinformed. That's yeah, That's true. it. You know what that's I mean? It. Where it's like straight away. There's a lot of misinformation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And, and the most prominent thing that I remember like seeing, you know, with our people is, uh, is they, we let, we let somebody, you know, kind of dictate our own, our own, stuff. And that's so, and that's not with me. That's just with, with everything. You know what I mean? We let, we let we're like the only like, Literally, the only race probably in the country that literally acts like we need the, the government. But in, in reality, the, mm. yeah, the, everything else is diverse. It's really diverse. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we realize that you, we're the minority on welfare. We're the most mm. highly uh, educated, most highly employed. Mm. These things don't necessarily, when they make the article, it's funny, when these things do make CNN or whatever. They had like the lowest, the lowest, uh, uh, shows for hair time. They had the lowest hair time.
1: Right.
2: Like, they would have the lowest hair time for something like that.
3: Mm. But let
2: would be like something along the lines of, you know, something wow. more tragic. Exploiting you know? it. That's always in relation to it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it won't, like, say, I remember I seen something on Facebook, I didn't know if true, and I had to look it up. It was, uh, Jaden Smith. He was doing, um, who's giving uh, clean water to Flint, Michigan. And um, that didn't make national news, oh,
1: but that's not. a big deal, right? You know
2: what I mean? <laughs> Flint, Michigan has been without clean water for, for right. a It's long too time. positive,
1: you know and what I'm saying? But it's up to so, us to to broadcast these things, yeah. to yell these things, to post these things. So we have to empower each other. We can't rely on CNN and Fox News. Right. We have to push our right. own agenda because they push pushing a completely different one. Right. So so who inspires you um, musically, Byron? Like, who did you grow up listening to and inspired you to do music?
2: Um, Man, I remember the first, uh, man, the first actual rap song I've actually heard, like music, rap music I've actually heard, was like, I think New Time. Originally, was okay. it was, yeah Tang. Okay. I, I, I don't know, but I think it was Wu Tang. Yeah, was the first rap group I, I I heard. Mm-hmm. But the first rapper that got me in trouble was Three Dog. I think. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Cause I, yeah, no limit. Yeah, Sweet Dog was his. Uh, he had a almost, almost what the name of the album was, but he had an album where it looked like he was Cash Money or No Limit. It had like Diamond Go on the okay. title. And. You know, he was with them for a second, and um,
1: it was a half second.
2: Boys <laughs> and my mom caught me listening to my one of my brother's friends' a CD player, and you know you had the headphones, and you you know the world don't exist. So I'm listening to, you know, all kinds of you what know, my mom would say like insanities mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, craziness, but um. I, I thought it was just the funniest thing. I thought it was just dope how he to say certain things. And, um, mm. so, uh, that was my first encounter with hip hop. But my, the rappers that I guess inspired me was like, uh, you know, yeah, to remember I'm 1992. So
0: it'd be like,
2: you know, the 50 Cent, I remember 50, 50 Cent came out. That was like Get
1: rich the, rich the biggest
2: trying. deal, the biggest deal, mm-hmm. um, uh, Let's see, uh, Jay Z, of course, 50 Cent Jay Z, Notorious um, B.I.G., who I think is phenomenal, mm-hmm. um, uh, Lil Wayne, okay. et cetera, et cetera. Gotta, um, gotta like a I said, list it's, going. It's, it's, you know, I don't know, but you know it's funny, I don't have a, I don't think I have like a, 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 uh 'cause because if I say 50 Cent my favorite rapper, it's like on a personal level, you know, I think he's like one of the funniest mm-hmm. dudes ever. So it's like, I don't know, it's like, of course I love his music, but, and some say, who's a fair rapper? It might not be in the best of reasons why he's my favorite rapper. <laughs> because um, mm-hmm. so they are be like, that's not going to a rap, And it's like, no. I don't know. i so, yeah, I mean, that's just how I like it. I don't know. You just. You know. Right. um, But, yeah, that's that's my musical inspiration. There's a okay. variety of those guys. But also, just my, my inspiration does come from just the engagement mm-hmm. of it. I remember mean, I enjoyed rapping when if you didn't have a fair rapper, it's something that everybody did as a pastime around lunchtime. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or something. You right. didn't have to have a reason. You didn't have to really have a goal to you know, to be a famous rapper. It was just like and I grind and beat hits that much Oh yeah. Table, Who that.
1: didn't do the
2: grind and, so and, beat. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I grind and beat, hit the much, table or all <laughs> right. that it don't matter. for
2: all that right. that's the type of uh a uh, backstory that brought me into okay. to rapping was just the, for the fun of it, and the, and the enjoyment of it, and just the the overall, you know, uh, therapy of it because you mm. find therapy, mm.
3: but,
2: you know what I mean? So that's mm. that's just you know, but that's me. My boss probably has like the direct source. I okay. I just have a a general. Uh,
1: collection
2: of things that mm-hmm. made
1: me really you. fond of of, of hip hop. Right. Well, you got some dope shit coming up. Like you are releasing your um, debut, your first solo
0: oh, album. Oh, hold on, y'all. She said you got some dope shit. You got some dope shit. I only? said
1: dope shit. I Is did. <laughs>
0: dope shit. Hold <I> on. <laughs> no. That was too. That was too. Uh, you
1: got some dope shit um, coming up. You're, you're releasing your solo yeah. album called Drugs Before the Flight on your own label, God Company, on April 20th. Tell us what, tell the congregation what they could expect on this solo album. Um, Well, what they
2: could totally expect is, to to keep it real, it's not even necessarily my first solo project. It's more like my first uh, project with a kid called God that I take the lead in. Meaning like, majority of the songs and the arrangements and the the, the whole arrangement was really produced by me this time versus, like, you know, it being, like, a predominantly, you know, Baby Vine thing. It's more so Baby Vine took the time to make sure every song on this project is what he would make or what he, you know, took the lead on. And um, so I guess that's probably where, where the... Uh, the, the miscommunication but overall it is still my baby and I hope this project it it, it it comes into the best the best of of A K V. You know, um and yeah it took us I don't know, it took us like maybe a, a, uh uh what's it, twenty twenty now, but we started working on this project in twenty eighteen of December. Like uh, November, December, something like that. But it, it wasn't called uh, before the fly issues. Two or three songs that that are on this project now were the songs that sparked the, the concept for it, or the or the, led, led the the groundwork for it, and we just kind of kept kept that uh that energy over the course of the, the next few years, um, trying to make the best collection of songs. To, to fit and as far as the title goes the title comes from when I went to I was out LA uh, last year I had a meeting with um Andrew Grant over at uh, at uh Warner Brothers and when we had a meeting after the mm-hmm. meeting I was like wrecking mm-hmm. my brain with a lot of things because um I've been just an avid you know uh, student of the music business more than an artist these last couple of years mm-hmm. like really really I've been just studying the business side of it so that day I'll never forget that I was a I was like kind of like, I like kind of agitated with myself. Like, you know, I was irritated with the business a little bit. I mean, and, and my, uh, mm-hmm. one of my homeboys from OutKali, she was like, man, fuck all that me. And she was oh, all that right, man, stop thinking about it. Let's smoke.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and I was just, and you know, I might be getting a little ahead of myself with the story, but i uh, to just put it in like proper context. I was, um, uh, I just got off, uh, parole. And when I got off parole, I went to California and had my Mm -hmm. meeting. And when I had my meeting, that's when I I actually smoked weed (laughs) for like the first kind of like official time for me because I wasn't actually before that. What does
1: that mean, official time? The first
2: official? What does that mean? You said it was my actual first time. Meaning, like, you know, uh, I never rolled a blunt. Yeah, you know I mean, I never like really took the time to really get high like that. Okay. But California I, I'm sorry, sorry because from, from where I'm from, it's not the same. Not you know, the same Pittsburgh weed. Pittsburgh is like I saying we don't have good weed or nothing like that, but when you smoke <laughs> California
1: weed.
2: Y'all don't got good weed in Pittsburgh. Shit. Then we it's can say it. <laughs> it's, it's another shit. And I'm just gonna keep it there for for getting job because they not popping back at home. So when I got when I was back and then I was in California, and like I got to smoothly for the first time. So it was definitely an experience. And I guess that's where the, the title kind of okay. came from because by the time I was supposed to be coming off my I was supposed to be catching a. Oh, my, so was real. Drugs before right. the flight is a literal
1: I was literal. Still high <laughs> on the plane. I
2: was still high, yo. I was still high, yo. At least like that's 45 funny. to 50% of that flight, I was still high. Which is cool because 30% of it I was sleep, and then, like, the other 15% of it I was probably, like, you know, eating snacks or something. So I was cool. I was cool on that flight back home. So I took that concept of the getting rid of my anxiety before the takeoff, you know what I mean? And I kind of used that from for how I, like, see my, my my music career. It's like, this is my show mm-hmm. period. This is, like, this part is kind of like the 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 set it to before the the before the takeoff. Take off.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you pushing so that's, anything that's right? That's pretty
2: much the thing.
0: Are you pushing anything right now? Like any singles?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Mostly from the, uh, last year's releases, um, but because um, you know we released five, uh, we released four EPs on the same day, which was last year,
0: oh. and I
2: was on up, 13th with thirteen.
0: We got a, a, a playlist and a music review show, you know what I'm saying, that we do every Wednesday, bro. So if you've seen MP3s or we have them, I can play one of them on the show and, uh, you know, get you some new support, get you some new fans. Oh, man, definitely. I'm
2: glad, I'm glad we did. I'll set the reminder of my song.
3: For
0: sure.
2: Every Wednesday?
3: Yo, it's, yeah it's, it's tomorrow night at 10,
2: shouldn't 10 you, you shouldn't have said that but, you know, now might be my favorite I'm <laughs>
0: gonna send you all the see y'all <laughs> the music. are fucked up now um, <laughs> no, we got you for sure dog, for sure listeners love new music they nah that's music. all love I appreciate it for
1: so, sure. so Byron tell the people tell the congregation where they can follow you where they can check you out where they can catch uh, yeah, your album yeah, yeah uh yeah, I'm uh, at, on Instagram at Guide, which is
2: D-A-V-W-D, not G-O-D, D-A-V-W-D. Um, you know, on all music available everywhere. You know, um, last year we released uh, four EP, which is um, available on Spotify, Apple, um, Tidal, YouTube Music, et cetera, et cetera. I'm um, also under a Kid Called God, but, you know, if you type in the baseline, you know, more than likely... I'll pop up, but then I'll pop up maybe after, you know. Because I realized then somebody, my like my publisher actually emailed me or messaged me saying, um, well, one of my publishers, somebody messaged me and was like, "Yo, there's another baby Brian. I was like, "Well, that's dope." So, I mean, I didn't know what it meant, and then I looked. Oh mm-hmm. on, like, that's real dope. Just uh, a little boy. He's facing like some type of uh, he has like some type of disability and mm-hmm. going on. So I guess his mom's like raising money and things. So, oh wow. Uh, uh, Byron Baxter the oh, wow. big, or his name's Biggie Byron but it, it's Byron mm-hmm. Baxter for him you know I just wanted to shed light on that for whoever does look up Baby Byron out and Brian that kind Baxter. of comes up I still want to try to put on his stuff too just to show his mother you know his mom support and mm-hmm. that will be his support so you do Type in Baby buying and you don't see me a minute. You don't know, feel like you let me down. Don't feel like the dude was on some weird shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know what I mean, don't feel the kind of ways. I mean, um, but if you want to find me directly or any type of these <laughs> articles with my story in it, then I'll be typing Baby and We'll, it, we'll uh, tag you in the good.
1: post so the listeners can know exactly where to follow you and look you up at. Right,
2: all that jazz.
1: All right, Byron, um, well, thank you so much for coming on Ghetto and Godly with Auntie Mimi, the Big Shit Talker, um, and Dr. Keith. Man,
0: thank you for having me. Did, did Byron, did you get your shout-outs, big dog? Oh, man, if I could give
2: a shout-out to anybody, mm-hmm. man, it would be y'all first and foremost hey. for just taking the time out to talk to me have Booty Car Hours and um, to really, really deal with me. But uh, outside of y'all, I'd like to shout out uh, Asha Snuffy, which is my half of the kids called God. Uh, the whole oh. thing like God Code, Nath Cookie Brianna, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know what I mean? And like I said, you know, to y'all, to people like us, you know, you know, we can do a lot more together That's than, right. than separate. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to always put that in, in the air. You know what I mean? I'm not saying let's all go to church on Sunday. Church is in your heart, yours, okay? Find God it, you in your so heart. Go, go, go the plug to the chicken and the, and the PlayStation. I'll just bring music. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't even really know what you going to bring, but you, know, you got to bring something. Say it's not like, you know, you got to easily divide it, you know, easily. Cool. So, But other than that, you know, I just want everybody to leave them on a positive note, you know, get on safely if y'all on your way. You know, I just appreciate
0: y'all. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Byron. was dope. That was dope,
0: dope. Losing Isaiah.
1: Losing Isaiah.
0: That's crazy. Can I get my phone? Can you get your phone?
1: Perfect for Dr. Key.
0: Not at all. <laughs> Come get it. Come get it. Come get Y'all it.
1: Y'all hear how he do me?
0: Come get it. Now, here you go.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Alright. <laughs> so it's a lot of coverage on this coronavirus.
0: Man, what do you, what you think it is?
1: Some shit. Hold that... on, hold on, hold
0: on, hold on, hold on. We gotta get shout out to Baby Byron, man. Yo, shout, out shout out shout to
1: Baby out. Byron, yeah, Byron. Man. got... Uh, by several names, but Byron.
0: Man. Dope and interview. Dope interview, and this kid, like his story, really inspired that movie. I had a man. tear in my eye. You had a tear in your eye. I did. Uh why you? What, what touched you? Um, just
1: the fact that you know, I I can identify with that a little bit. Like I was raised by my mom and my dad, but you know, like I said, every it was. I don't know nobody that wasn't affected by the crack epidemic in one way or another. So the fact that he was affected in that way, you know, he was born with drugs in the system. He was given to, um, what well, he was given to foster, you know, the system and had to go to a foster family and, you know, deal with that. Like, I can't imagine, you know, going through all of that, being a kid and a baby and like just going through all of that and then have to re-identify with your birth parents and you know just back and forth like that can take a toll on the kid like you got to be a strong mentally strong person to really like make your way out that cuz everything's against you
0: right right now you're right you're totally right you got to you got to be very strong you know what I'm saying cuz like I actually went through that. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Crack like, baby can't lose. Yeah, and you gotta, like... That's a slogan. You, know? you
1: should get a shirt that say that. Like, for <laughs> it, real. Crack it, baby can't, can't lose. lose. That's some real <laughs> shit. When you said that, and that was probably, what, like, seven, eight years ago when uh, you when ago. you first started saying that. <laughs> That's some real shit. How can you lose if you're a crack baby? Right. If you're not trying to lose, like, my nigga, you can't lose.
0: No, you can't you can because you, you know you every the odds already against they you.
1: already you already getting out the mud so mm. let's get it
0: yeah straight up straight up so now uh big shit talking you want to go into what now
1: the coronavirus
0: my listen my homie's been raising dogs and <laughs> niggas been saving dogs for corona for forever you know what i'm
1: like, saying like Dogs had no corona. the yeah, niggas man.
0: got parvo. No, nah, they got their corona shit too. Like it's 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 like it's some shit that it'll fuck a dog up too. That's why this shit on the Lysol can. Like it even got it on, the Lysol spray disinfected. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, so, I
1: mean of course I feel like it's something that the government put here
0: mm-hmm. to fuck us up. To fuck us up. So whoever do you think they they mixed it so it's Corona 2.3 you think it's it a could different be virus? but they're
1: saying that it's like flu like symptoms cold like symptoms it just depends on the severity of it and then you take your ass to the hospital but you know i people are dying from it not a whole lot of people according to the news, but we're misinformed. Like, we can't believe everything that we hear and that we read, so who's to fucking say right. that niggas ain't dropping dead and turning into zombies like these videos we seeing over in China that look like they from the Thriller video because they got... You seen those
0: videos? No, I ain't seen They, like, shaking
1: in commotions and look like zombies from the <clears throat> Michael Jackson Thriller video. You like playing uh... I, I, Like, I... Hmm... <laughs>
0: That, that, Put, ain't, that ain't the same. Google so. it. I gotta see that. Oh, Google I saw it, that. baby. I gotta, yeah, I gotta see that one. Cause <laughs> I definitely ain't saw that
1: one. Is the coronavirus affecting how you maneuver through life, like your day-to-day? Mm. Like, mm. are you washing your hands more? Are you shaking hands? Are you... I don't know. Are you, do- are you touching doorknobs? Are you... Do you touch your pee mm. when you... P like Damn. like
0: what what's going on Damn. well with me man, like <laughs> just being real i'm always cautious you know what i'm saying do you
1: that's... wash your hands for 20 seconds do you uh, sing the happy birthday song
0: i do it for 25 seconds you... you know what i'm saying I'm like <laughs> what you mean 20 me. seconds yeah. I do it for twenty five seconds. Now you you do make me aware sometimes. Cat. You know, what I'm I have Cause to because like, like you know sometimes I do be in and out. You but, you're trying to wash the like, hands? Like
1: <laughs> turn the water on and rinse them <laughs> real funny. quick for two seconds.
0: <laughs> <I was laughs> like like
1: Bro. no, wash those hands.
0: Uh yeah. Twenty yeah.
1: seconds. Sing the happy
0: birthday song. Shit. Sing
1: Marvin Gaye. Just wash the shit.
0: Marvin Gaye.
1: For a long time.
0: You funny. Same Marvin, huh? Yeah, I feel you.
1: I'm not even gonna hold you. I went to the gym and I'm not by far not a racist person, mm-hmm. but you know, as we all know, this is coming from Wuhan in China. There Wuhan. was a um, a, a look like a man of Asian descent who was on a machine, and I was on my. He got done, and I don't recall him wiping it down, but um. I was on my way to the machine. It was an ad machine. And I kind of just, like, busted a U-turn and, like, went the other direction. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know why. It's because, you know, you hear, you see things in the news. Like, okay, it's coming from Asian people. Like I said, like, I'm not racist or anything. But I did kind of, you know, I'm like, well, maybe that machine is not for me today. Let me go to a different one. You know, I just don't need no, I don't need no incidents. Like, I don't need like, oh shit, I was trying to get a flat stomach and I caught Corona That's
0: because
1: homeboy didn't wipe down the machine. Feel me? Right. Was a so, I just don't got time. And I'm an avid hand washer. Like, my hands are dry because I wash them all the time. Like, so I, even before this hit, like, I don't fuck around with the hand washing and sanitation. I'm the cleanest motherfucker
0: i know sanitize everything huh everything everything you probably drive around with a box in your car huh? <laughs> what kind of box like like a protective box like motherfucker <laughs> can't cough on you oh Nothing. don't
1: cough by me because i'm 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 moving you gonna look fast up? i'm running
0: you gonna look at am like they're
1: crazy crazy as fuck damn yeah
0: i ain't fucking around that corona shit you play that y'all as long as you healthy you know what i'm saying Spiritually, watch mind, your hands. balance. It. But yeah, wash definitely wash your hands and wash your ass. <laughs> Stay away from people who look sickly, and you're gonna be good. Cautious. <laughs> Stay away from
1: kid couple. germs. And kid germs ain't no hoe. Your you ever had a kid play. just sneeze by you and you just instantly feel sick?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like damn, this is a motherfucker, man. Why you wanna play with me? Look, no, you got I'd everything. Be, I'd be so tight <laughs> if a kid sneezed by me. Like get your kid. Kids got everything. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything. God, everything. <laughs> that young immune system gotta go through it to build itself. Man, my mm-hmm. immune system is fucked off. All, All
1: limits. right, moving on to Meg the Stallion. A oh, couple days down. ago, she took to Instagram Live, stating she was unable to put out new music Damn. through fifteen oh one. So, the news broke today that she's now suing 1501 and Carl Crawford, who, who she is signed to. And, um, yeah, she stated that she didn't have real representation until she actually signed with Roc Nation. Rock Nation kind of brought it to her attention. Like, do you know that this is in your contract? She said, oh, no, I didn't know. Let me go back and holler at them niggas at 1501. We family. Which she don't know. Ain't no family in this music, entertainment shit. We family. And since then they are refusing to put out new Meg the stallion music. So she filed a restraining order in a lawsuit Damn. and she asked them and to backtrack, she asked them to negotiate her contract. And that's when kind of the, the, the switch was flipped and they told her that she cannot put out music. Now
0: what will what uh, change? What will what change now?
1: I mean, you see that you making money and you know, somebody else like rock nation is bringing it to your attention. Like, Hey, you, you're making this. You're bringing in this, but you're only making this. Right. So you might want to holler at, you know, your your labels. Your your Are they, they're not major labels, right? They're, no, they're independent it, labels. Independent, she said right. she signed to two independent labels. And um, go holler at them and, you know, renegotiate some things. What do you think about this from a artist standpoint, from a music standpoint? Like, What's your opinion, Dr. Key?
0: Uh, I really feel like, you know what I'm saying, she got a bad deal, you know? I but mean, who doesn't get a bag then? Exactly. Bad deal it's your the first game. one. So but that shit is like four albums, you know what I'm saying? So since it is Slaves. four albums, what I would do, I would just knock them down four albums out and and get out of it. Get out of it. You In addition deal.
1: to that, she only got a she only got ten K.
0: Oh, that's crazy. Advanced.
1: 10K? Ten K ten
0: thousand. That's it? That's for real. nothing. Straight
1: up. I just think that um You know, these these people with money, these independent labels, these major labels really just take advantage of people that are hungry and eager to get into the business. Of course, like the age old story. But I think that um, social media and there's so many platforms that we can that we can use to catapult our own careers to where, you know, if you have a label, you have to just be smart and a little bit more business savvy. If you have a label that has approached you and you're already, you know, doing your shit, you're already booking shows, you're putting out music on your own, you know, you're your own boss, you're just doing expressing yourself creatively and you're building a fan base. I just think that it's up to you to know a little bit about business and where you can take yourself. Right. And just know that okay, if I have one label approaching me, then that's not gonna be the last label to approach me. I'm really must I must be doing something right, right. and not be so thirsty, you know, to
0: jump on the first to opportunity. Jump on the
1: first opportunity i
0: can do it i can do that for sure i feel that like you know what i'm saying and if you if you said most like i think there was something about young ma young ma supposedly is like independent young ma <laughs> yeah supposedly she's independent you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. she makes like all her money like because she's not signed to no label and she does her own distribution mm-hmm. you know and she gets all her cut back because mm-hmm. she already she has a fan base
1: And I don't think you have to necessarily be independent. You know, that's a lot of hard work that, you know, takes away from you being an artist. And maybe that's probably why Young and May is not, you know, she's not as, um, she's not as visible Mm -hmm. as like a Meg Thee Stallion. But maybe she's making just as much money, if not more money than a Meg Thee Stallion because she does keep majority of her money. Right. But it's just all in like you just playing, just being a little bit more business savvy, like just playing it just playing it out
0: playing it out playing smart
1: yeah just being smart
0: but like in Meg the stallion situation if you can't get out the deal with your lawyers or you guys can renegotiate a better deal the best thing to do is just get them those two other I mean those four projects because I don't even think she dropped the album I think she She only dropped dropped the album so she gotta get them them four albums
1: but do you think that the reason is they don't wanna negotiate renegotiate the contract is because Meg hasn't quote unquote pop yet like she ain't pop like we know who she is she has music we hear her on the radio she has a presence she has a following she's booking shows according to what i read she's getting 100k per show and it's Ooh. a it's a forty sixty deal but the thing about it the money goes through the label right so she has yet to receive money from shows and she's paying out of pocket for studio time engineers, producers, and all of that shit. It just sounds... It sounds fucked up.
0: It sounds fucked up.
1: But do you think that the label's like, nah, we not about to renegotiate because you ain't even popped yet. You ain't put out an album. You don't have a... (laughs) Does she have a number one hit? I have to look that
0: up. Mm, I don't know about the number one hit. But, you know what I'm saying? I don't... I think it's... I think it's really, like, on some disrespect. Because, like, how Carl said in his interview, you know what I'm saying? He said that... She didn't come talk to him. Mm. She sent the lawyers over mm. there. So instead, like if Meg probably would have hit him up, like you know what? Let's let's have a discussion. Let's see if we could like maybe come to terms. Maybe instead of four albums, let's see if we can do three, and you keep the same deal, or we can renegotiate the deal, and I'll give you two albums. You know what I'm saying? Instead but of but it may
1: the fact she is a woman in the industry, right? And history has shown like the industry is more likely to take advantage of a woman than a man. So maybe she felt like, as a woman, I'm not going to approach Carl. I'm going to have my attorney who represents me and speaks for me. So it's technically like I'm talking to you through my representation to come holla at you.
0: Well, they could have done together then. You know what I'm saying? If it was going to be that case, you know, it should have been Megan, you know, the attorney, Carl, and his attorney. And then, you know, it would have been a bad situation. But Carl took it as a threat. You know what I'm saying? How Megan came at him and then how she disrespected him and calling him the devil now. That she with the devil. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> like, you know, now that she don't met Beyonce because of Jay-Z. Oh. he's saying that she switched up on him. You know what I'm saying? And mm. it's fake. Do you and think Rock Nation is kind
1: of like... Moving like the mafia in the music industry, like I mean, they kind of trying to like poach artists, like oh you deal bad over there, come to Death Row, yeah, <laughs> yeah. come to Rock Nation, Rock Nation we're up. gonna tell you what the fuck you did wrong and mm-hmm. we're gonna help you get, it, get right. it right, yeah, which is a good thing, yeah. but it's kind of like okay like with the like the same thing uzi is an uzi sign to rock nation now and like he was trying to get out of his deal he didn't want to put on music i, I
0: gotta i gotta see I, I remember like they said that for a while ago mm. but I, I i don't think it was real but now it could be you know what i'm saying i, I don't know but he was trying he definitely was trying to get out that fucking deal yeah mm. so
1: i think it's kind of like the same thing which is good like you know maybe rock nation is here to save the day
0: save the, you think so?
1: captain save
0: <laughs> rock nation here to get paid <laughs> that's what rock nation about to do you know of course,
1: saying? it's all about the bag.
0: All about the bag. Hmm.
1: The bag. Well, well, we'll keep y'all posted on this story. I'm interested. We got know. to bring that back with the full details.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it is. So, you had a good day today, Dr. King? Oh, you know, today was an amazing day. Any day on earth is amazing. You know what I'm saying? How about yourself?
1: I did. I went to a black-owned restaurant here oh, in Las so Vegas. Bang, bang. You know, I... I do, when I can, try to support and buy black. But let me tell you, black people, we got to do better. Man. We have to do better if we intend on staying in business long term (laughs) and competing with other businesses. Right. So, um, my cousin and I went to a place here in Las Vegas. I'm going to say the name because... It is what it is. Uh oh. Um. It's called Catchers Fish House. Catchers Fish House. Now let me tell you. Um. I love seafood. I love crab, shrimp. You know <clears throat> all of that stuff. Um. So we decided to go to this restaurant. The Instagram. The food looks amazing. Like it looked like they had fried lobster, a seasoned crab, a pasta, all kinds of shit. Shit that I eat. You know what I'm saying. So we go, and it's like a little hole in the wall. Like, those have the best food, typically. Those restaurants have the best food, typically, to me. So we go, and we're talking to the waiter. I'm like, well, do you guys have lobster? And he proceeds to tell us, like, no, we don't got lobster. We only get 25 a day. And we sold out. <laughs> <laughs> like...
0: the <laughs> gone.
1: First of all, um, I don't, you know, I'm not in the restaurant business. I don't know how that works. Um, but 25 a day sounds kind of low. Mm-hmm. It don't sound like you're equipped to handle or don't want to put forth the investment yeah. to um to carry your demand.
0: You know what probably will happen? Niggas probably lost the tail probably disappear. <laughs> <They'll> probably <laughs> that's, like that's very that's what likely. It sound like 25 a day in that bitch. That's
1: very likely.
0: Because niggas ain't for the keys to my motherfucking lost
1: Right. That's very likely. And that's another problem. Why do we have to... St- <laughs> still yeah. Yeah. so we're asking like what kind of drinks do you have like do you have lemonade yeah we have lemonade but we out of syrup like this is what the waiter is uh-huh. telling me we're out of syrup okay i said this is black owned right he was like yes i said they don't be handling business like they do like nigga shit he was like yeah oh, man. <laughs> so we order our food they didn't have lobster so we couldn't get the fried lobster that looks so bomb So, we ordered shrimp pasta, crab. The shrimp pasta comes out. I don't know if you guys ever had pasta, but, like, when the pasta comes out, like, the pasta normally, if it's hot, like, it's, like, steaming. You know, you could see the steam. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't see the steam. So, that was, like, a red flag. So, I bit into it, and it just tasted. Like, the season was good. The flavor was good. But it just tastes like he popped it in the microwave for not enough Thirty seconds. You know how we niggas like we hit the thirty second button five times instead of just put typing a number. So he hit the um he hit the microwave, but he didn't put it on enough time, and it was like lukewarm. Like lukewarm pasta is not a good taste,
0: especially on the seafood.
1: That's what I'm saying. Mm. Like. I'm like, excuse me, and I'm not one to try to complain, but I want my food to be right if I'm paying for it. Right. Excuse me, you know, this is not how he's like, oh, I just, he told on himself, he's like, I just took it out.
0: And warmed it up.
1: No, like, you didn't warm it up long enough. Like, this is, this is a problem. Okay, no hesitation, I'll take it off. I'll take it off your bill.
0: That's crazy. Not it even was like, let me get you some more. Not, no, like, I'll take it off your bill. That's crazy.
1: You know the the bread it came with rolls. The bread was stale. It was just like a lot of disappointments, and I was truly hungry because I just came from the gym, and I don't fuck around with my food. So it was just like a disappointment, especially because it's black on like, and I just want us to just do
0: better. That's crazy. But the crazy thing about it, I had like some uh, a fried shrimp basket from there, and you really, it's hard to get a fried shrimp basket wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's like shrimp is already a delicate piece of meat. All you got to do is season it. All you got to do is season the fries. Man, that was the worst piece of fried shrimp, fries, and fish. I even ordered a piece of tilapia fish. Ooh. It didn't have not one, not tilapia, but a a red snapper. Red snapper, okay. It didn't have have not one piece of damn season on it, y'all.
1: That's the same thing my cousin said, that the the fish tasted like it was just washed off, Mm -hmm. wrenched off and fried like no seasoning went into it like what are we paying for it here like this is supposed to be an experience i feel like you know when you dine in places or when you order food it don't matter how much you pay for it like i'm taking the time out my energy my hard-earned coin to patronize with your business and i just feel like that needs to be held to a little bit higher esteem in the black community right that's all i'm saying
0: that's all you saying. That's it. No, you as,
1: as I make my way back to Hot and Juicy.
0: Hot and Juicy, <laughs> right. you are go, gonna stay over there. Where it's where it's popping, there. Huh?
1: Man, they get it right. I'm saying they get it right. They're consistent. I've had maybe one. I've maybe eaten at Dine to Hot and Juicy, numerous times. I think I had one experience where it was crazy. Well, it wasn't even crazy. It was just like not the best. Not the best. But you know I give I give businesses chances like I'm I don't try to be that person like I never never gonna eat there or I'm never gonna patronize with them but like when it comes to your food if like there's several issues wrong mm, probably not gonna eat there no more.
0: Like, I can't do it no more. Not when Damn. I have
1: options, you know.
0: I got you. Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of options. It's even a a new spot my boy put me on off a desert Inn in uh Maryland Parkway. Hmm. It's 24 hours.
1: Your boy, huh? What kind of food is it?
0: It's, a uh, they got catfish. It's on the review the, the show. They got, uh, seafood. You know, you got some gumball, catfish. I ain't never tried it yet, but it's over there. Well,
1: come, go try it and, and come back. You know. Is it black-owned? <laughs> yeah, it's black-owned. Maybe we should make that a thing, like, trying the black-owned business.
0: And taking a GoPro and then filming it. Mm-hmm. Setting it out right there and trying to film it. Hmm. That'd be cool. I thought about that. Concept. Yeah, I already thought about that, swear to God. Because I, I eat out a lot. I eat out a lot. So I was like, Why don't you, you know cook? I can. I cook sometimes. Like, I cook me some shrimp. I may want to try your shrimp tonight. But I know I'll be killing the shrimp. I'll be killing them shrimp. I know how to season them. You I know boil to, eggs. I know how to boil my eggs. All that. I know, how to, I know how to season the egg. You know what I'm saying? Look, let me tell you all the secret, y'all. If you want to get that real, you know what I'm saying, shrimp ball tasting your egg, What you gotta do, I'll tell you how to do it. You gotta boil your egg first. So, you boil your egg, you know, once your egg is boiled, you crack the egg, get the shell off of there. You get you a fork, and you gently, you gotta gently poke the skin. Because if you poke it too deep or you poke it too hard, it's gonna rip the egg. You don't wanna do that. So, you gently poke the egg with the fork to put like slight vent holes in there. And then you put that egg... Why once does you... it
1: sound sexual?
0: Oh, what you mean? I mean, poke, I, I don't know why it sounds sexual. Poke the egg. Yeah, you poke the egg. You poke the egg because you got to get the holes in there. You know what I'm saying? To to where the juice can actually get inside the egg. And, and the actually juice has to get generate. inside the egg. Yeah, so it tastes good. You know what I'm saying? And once that happens, the season's actually inside of the egg. So you get that full taste instead of that... Oh, just the outside of the egg tastes like the juice. Hmm. Yeah. Y'all got that? Uh, I'm a try, chef. You know what I'm saying? Try
1: that recipe. I don't know about a chef. Don't and y'all come chef. back and, and tell us how don't you liked haying. it. Yeah. Never a hater.
0: Don't be hating. I can do a lot.
1: Mm, all right. So yeah. we talked to Byron. We talked about Corona. Coronavirus. Meg the stallion will keep following this story as it unfolds. Any last words to the congregation, Dr.
0: Key? You know what? I just want to tell everybody, man, you know, be great. Be great to yourself. You know what I'm saying? So that you can be great to others. Love yourself. That sounds like it was on a postcard. It's not a a Hallmark card. This came from me, you know what I'm saying, Doctor Key. And it's just, you know, it's just how I'm feeling and what I want to express with the congregation tonight. And uh, I want y'all to definitely check out Dope Shit Only. We got a new <laughs> podcast this we call Family Ties. I brought some of my cousins along the ride, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? So it's definitely a, a, a good show to, to tap in and listen to. And that's what it is, man. Post on the Moon Studios is growing, y'all. We're doing big mm. things. Big shit talker yes the big shit talker over there
1: all day every day
0: every day
1: <laughs> all right congregation thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of ghetto and godly let's keep the conversation going y'all with your favorite host Auntie mimi the big shit talker and remember to always be good to yourself yeti yeah, numero uno yeti yeah, and one another Yo. Until next time, congregation. Holla at your girl. <laughs> <laughs>